0: Welcome guys, today we're going to talk about how both Jason and myself work less than 20 hours a week and are living our ideal lives.
1: We have a proven process in order to reach financial freedom. We call it the five steps to financial freedom. It's just five simple steps and your situation will be a little bit different than everybody else's. But the whole process is if you follow these five steps and you follow what we teach, you will start winning with money and then you'll have money to do things that you really wanted to do, especially living your ideal life. So, Mike, let's walk through these five steps so that people are very clear about how we teach them to reach financial freedom.
0: Perfect. Step number one is to have a starter emergency fund that is a minimum of $1,000 saved and a maximum of one month's of expenses.
1: Yeah, and your situation will change where you are on that spectrum. If you have dual incomes, if you are have... Two people in the house making money, you want to be uh, less risky because you got two of those incomes. If you have uh, only one income or if you are in a job where it's very fluctuating, where sometimes you don't make money, like you want to have a little bit more. So you'd be on the higher end of that. But we want to keep you to that range, because if you have too much in your starting emergency fund, you won't have the impetus to do the things that we need you to do. After this, you won't go on to step two and step three and step four. So we want to limit you to create a little bit of that uncomfortableness so that you actually gain progress and keep moving forward. So that's step number one. And you have to do that one first. If you don't have this, you just keep getting hit by these little, little itty bitty emergencies. And then you just constantly are living paycheck to paycheck. So we don't want you to be in that position. We want you to save this up really quickly, sell some stuff, do what you need to do to get this in the bank so that you can actually move on to step number two, which is probably the most important one. Mike, what is step number two?
0: It is by far my favorite, and that is to pay off all of your debt except your mortgage. I want you to pay off everything. This is student loans, car loans, credit cards, personal loans. Anyone that you owe money to, list that in an order that is comfortable for you. Our suggestion is the debt snowball. Because that's what we did and it worked for us. And that's what we teach our clients. But we want you to pay off all of that debt before you go on to step number three.
1: Yeah. And caveat there, I know there's so much, so many of you are going to be saying like, I can't do that. It's impossible. I'll never be able to pay off my debt. Or there's the argument of good debt and bad debt and all that stuff. That's for other lessons. You can check out other videos that we have on those things. But right now we're saying that debt brings risk. It always brings some kind of risk. Even if it's a small risk, it's still risk. So we want you to get rid of that debt so you don't have that hanging around your neck so that you can actually move on to start building wealth, getting more money, doing what you need to do in order to live your ideal life. So you can check out other videos that we have on debt itself and all of the processes through that. But for this purpose, we're going to stay to that in, debt num- uh, in step number two is to pay off all of your consumer debt. Uh, Mike, what's number three, step number three, after we've paid off all of our debt, what do we do next?
0: Yes. So that's, you got to take a step back to step number one, that money, we want to take that one that $1,000 or that one month of expenses, and we want to beef that up to three to six months of your expenses for a fully funded emergency fund.
1: Hmm. And it's easy to ask the question, but why three to six months? Why that number?
0: Because we want to think about worst case scenarios. Let's say that the economy goes down, you lose your job, something happens like a global pandemic, then your kid gets sick and goes into the hospital all at the same time. We want you to have three to six months set aside for these opportunities so it changes an emergency into an inconvenience. Yeah.
1: So many times these things pop up, you know, life hits you in the teeth. And if you don't have any cash on you, guess what? You go back into debt and now you're right back at the beginning. So we need to create this buffer, this insurance policy for ourselves. And that's what we call the fully funded emergency fund. And again, your situation changes, whether it's closer to the three month side, because you have Uh, multiple streams of income, or you have a very secure type of jobs or more on the six month side, if you have only one income in the household, or if you have a very volatile type of job or income. So that's the fully funded emergency fund step number three. And then we want to make sure that you keep that in cash in the bank. You can keep it in green money cash if you want to, or in the bank. This is not an investment. And the reason we don't do that is because if you have your emergency fund in investments and the markets go down, which they will, you might have might need that uh, emergency fund at the very wrong time. So let's say you had twenty thousand dollars in your emergency fund. The markets are doing terribly. so it bumps down to 12000 $12, dollars or thirteen thousand dollars because the market's tanking and then you get you lose your job. Well, then you just you need that money. like it's 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 your savings. So that can be a very disastrous situation. So we want you to keep that just in cash or cash in the bank. Which leads us to step number four, which is you need to have your money working for you, not your emergency fund, but you need to have your savings of your future working for you, which is why we want you to invest. So step number four is going to be investing your money 10 to 20%. Again, it changes depending on where you are, what you're doing, what your life looks like, how old you are, all of that stuff. But anywhere from 10 to 20% for your future. This is typically what we call retirement, but it doesn't have to specifically be for retirement. It can be for pre-retirement, but saving, investing for your future 10 to 20% uh, to get your money working for you. That's step number four. And again, We've got plenty of videos on other uh, ways to invest and all the things about investing, but you need to have your money working for you. Mike, anything on step number four for you?
0: No, just make sure that we're going in order. They're in order for a reason. So step number one, step number two, and step number three are done in order. Not until four and five that you're gonna do at the same time. That's why we put a limit On step number four for investing, it's a minimum of 10%, a maximum of 20% because we want you to get to step number five, which is to pay your house off early. And when you are able to pay off your house and you have no rent, you have no mortgage payment, man, you get to do whatever you want. You can invest as much as you want. You can buy, you can save up and save for a rental property or a second home. You get to start living your ideal life. And maybe that's working less than 20 hours a week, just like Jason and I.
1: Yeah, that it's such a great feeling. I mean, I remember the time when I got out of debt and and it's just such a, a burden lifted. And then when you get your emergency fund fully funded and you have tens of thousands of dollars sitting there just in case in the bank, that is burden lifted from you. And when you start investing and you see that your money is growing and working for you, that burden's that that burden is lighter for you. And when you pay off your house, wow. I mean, we've got clients who have paid off their house and you can't you can't do anything to them that gets them down because they know that they're free. They know that they're in such a great position where they have their house paid off and they have so much money coming in now and they get to bless other people and they get to go and spend their money on things that are really important to them and they're living their ideal lives. That's where we want you to be. And if you have that doubt of, I can't do this, trust us, you can, you can. There are certain circumstances where you you won't be able to do this, but for the most part, you need to get organized so that you can actually start doing the things that we're talking about so that you can live your ideal life and reach financial freedom. We get plenty of other videos on that. Mike, do you have anything else that you wanted to add as we wrap up? I know there's one more thing that we want to make sure that listeners and viewers are paying attention to as you go through these five steps. What is that one thing as we end?
0: Man, you got to celebrate. You got to celebrate when you hit that step number one, step number two, three, as you continue to check off these things, even paying off debts. Now, that determines the size of celebration right? Step one, two, and three, maybe you're celebrating with a picnic or a high five, right? Sharing that with other people, maybe share it in below this video and comment. But then when you start investing and you finally pay your house off, man, celebrate big. And that can be any manner of way. you can take your whole family on a cruise if you want to, whatever you want to do, but you want to celebrate these milestones because they're all milestones and have fun along the way.
1: Those are the five steps to financial freedom, and we will see you uh, in another video.